Fall practice is underway on the Plains, and Auburn beats the Cox for four-star athlete Jalua Solomon. Let's talk about it on this Monday edition of the Uptempo Podcast. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. What is up to my Auburn family? Welcome back to the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Smith. Joined as always by my guy, Blake Lane. Blake, talk to the people, buddy. How are you? What is up, Auburn fans? Hope everybody had a great weekend. Glad to be here on this Monday morning. Uh, what a weekend it was. I had a lot of exciting stuff around this football program with fall camp and then uh, getting a big-time commit uh, Saturday over uh, a program that has been uh, just on on fire in, in recruiting, right? So uh, that was big. Uh, I got to celebrate a, a one-year anniversary with my wife. We went out to dinner Saturday night, had to take – uh, family photos Saturday morning with our newborn son. Uh, so uh, it was a, it was a, a jam packed Saturday. Got to watch Tim Anderson get knocked out. He's from oh, Tuscaloosa, Lord. so uh, <laughs> baseball needs more of that. You know, everybody knows me and you. We're big baseball guys. Uh, and then Jake Paul uh, takes down Nate Diaz Saturday night. So that that was that was fun to watch. I was super surprised those dudes. They got to go in there and uh, and they got after it. So it, it, that was pretty fun to watch. But man. Uh, just so excited about Auburn football, uh, just the uh, the momentum that this program keeps carrying, right? You know, we missed yeah. we missed on one Saturday night, uh, but but I'm okay with that because I don't think it's done, and I'll talk about that. Um, I, I think with 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 KJ, uh, you know, that was his dream school, Florida State, right? And and uh, they had been there a little longer than Auburn had. So Auburn had really been making a late push, got him to Big Cat and everything, and, and Perry was really trying to work on KJ. Uh, and, and everybody thought that it had come down between Auburn and Florida State. He made a comment saying that that was his final two, or, or Auburn was in his final two. Uh, and, and a lot of the Georgia fans kept saying, hey, why are, you, why are you throwing Georgia out of this? Like, we're still in it, right? And a lot of people kept saying that, you know, on Saturday morning that it was Georgia, 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 Georgia. Uh, but I, I feel like once you saw the hats go across the table, Dustin, that you kind of knew uh, when you saw the 5950, uh, the fresh Florida State Seminoles hat right there, you kind of knew that it was Florida State. But one thing about KJ before I before I wrap this one up and kick it back over to you, man, is, is that there was a question asked to KJ and they said, so is your recruitment 100 percent locked down? Are you are you a thousand percent committed to Florida State? And he said, "Look, I'm locked in with the Knowles unless God leads me in a different direction." Now, in my opinion, that leaves a, a door open for Auburn. That leaves a door open. I don't think this recruitment is done uh, by a long shot. This is going to go down to early signing day. It's going to go down to pen to pen to paper, right? Uh, and I think he has a visit set up to Auburn during the season. Uh, so, like, that, that's exciting for Auburn. They're still going to recruit KJ. Uh, so, I don't think this is over. Uh, I, I think that Auburn and Hugh, they they carry a lot of momentum with KJ. Uh, and, and look, if Auburn if Auburn's secondary goes out there this year and they're balling like we all expect, maybe KJ gets to that home game and he's looking over there and saying, man, I could come here, man. They've been producing DBs in the NFL at a elite level, so uh, I think there's I think there's a possibility that he still could end up at Auburn. So don't 
give up on that. And and I do want to give a quick shout out to the Auburn fan base. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. Kudos to you. Uh, you handled it like it's supposed to be done. Dustin, I know you made a tweet uh, that some people kind of took way out of context. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it definitely popped off, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, some people were really weird under the under that comment section. Yeah, it was but strange. yeah, we all knew what you meant, right? And uh, the Auburn fans handled it as, about as best as you could, right? They everybody gave praise to KJ, and and I want to I want to shout out all the Auburn fans for doing that and just not acting like another fan base that we mm-hmm. had to uh, come across this weekend. So yeah, man. yeah, because it gives you like you just said, this one it's not necessarily over. And listen, full it's mm-hmm. full credit to Florida State because you want to be the team that's got the kid committed and is trying to hold on to the commitment versus yep. the team that's trying to flip the kid. So full credit to Florida State. I'm not trying to take away from what they did. I'm just saying, KJ said himself when he left at Big Cat, he said, I almost committed in Hugh's office. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that means you were pretty close. You had his ear, Good and he's point. coming back on an official visit. You're going to have his ear again. And let's let's let him see the Florida State atmosphere, and then let's let him see the Auburn atmosphere a couple more times and let that sink in. They're they're very, very different. I can promise you that. Um, so yeah. let's see how that goes. And, and like I said, let Hugh have another word with him and, and let us have a have a good season. We talked about this last night on the on the War Reports reaction show. Was that Mike Norvell's 18 and 16 at Florida State? Mm-hmm. So he's one bad season. I don't think they're gonna have a bad season. I think Florida State has a good season, but they're seven and five and eight and four away from asking a whole bunch of questions again. And then we're seven and five, eight and four away from having all kind of momentum. Yes. So it's just kind of one of the things. And uh, we'll just see how it goes. But it, but the thing with, with safety is this is not a position where I'm like, oh, man, we had to have a safety. Now, look, I wanted KJ. KJ is an absolute baller. This is a kid that I think is definitely going to pan out. He's elite, elite type player. Mm-hmm. But we got plenty of safeties. I like Sylvester Smith. We talked about him before. Um, we got young safeties. I like Caleb. You know, I like those guys. It's just not a position where I feel like we're we're you know we're just desperate. Uh, if this was a guy like Carter, you know, if we had just lost Carter to USC, that big offensive tackle out of California, that's when I would be like a lot more concerned. So definitely wanted KJ, but this is not a pressing need. And we'll get into it in a second here. Our our secondary right now in this class is already stupid because. Some guys in Columbia, South Carolina had a bad night, Blake. They had <laughs> a bad night, dude. I took a nap because the full disclosure, and this isn't breaking news, no one really expected this, right? No one expected mm-hmm. a four-star athlete, Jaleel Sullivan, to commit to Auburn. It was – I had seen crystal balls at 100%. I did just kind of some checking in Friday night, just like, hey, is this is there any possibility? And from two different people got back, nah. And then <laughs> – Lo and behold, right here it is. So this one kind of, kind of, it definitely shocked the South Carolina fans. They were butt hurt, and we talk all the time, man, about like looking at looking at a list, not necessarily even ratings. Looking at mm-hmm. lists, who is who is offering this guy a scholarship? Right now, South Carolina is recruiting with the best of anybody. Mm-hmm. So although the name South Carolina might not resonate like an Ohio State, like an Alabama, and a Georgia, they're recruiting on that level right now. Mm-hmm. So. This is another big-time win right here. Blake, what do you see in Lewis? I see pure electricity, one hell of an athlete in the open field. Oh, man, flip on that highlight tape. 
This kid is electric, man. Uh, and one thing I, w- I will say about him uh, in the secondary is he will come up and he will lay a hat on you. He will hit you, Dustin. That is what I love. Uh, great hips. We all know that matters in the secondary, right? You got to have great hips, baby. And 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 I think he is. I think he is a dang good corner. Uh, I've watched him. I watched him take a couple punts back to the house mm-hmm. and just making people miss in the open field. Uh, one heck of an athlete, and and I'm glad. What six foot one eighty five? Come on now, six foot DB. I'll take him all day. All right, especially the way the receivers in today's time, six four, six five. You know, uh, give me that six foot six one uh, corner out there that you can throw over there on an island. I love that, and I think Jalua Solomon uh, is a great addition for the Auburn Tigers. Uh, I'll say this about South Carolina fans: <laughs> we said we said it about Demarcus Riddick with Alabama, right? I think any ch- maybe any chance you had of mm. getting this guy to maybe come back. Look, the way you acted, yep. that's bad. It's bad. You had a guy who who made an edit for Joe Lewis, all right? And then he gets on there and just <laughs> bashes him and says, I did this for free. And, okay, well, Joe Lewis Solomon never told you that he was committing to the University of South Carolina. He just said, hey, bro, will you make me an edit? That's all he said. He didn't say he was going to use the edit. All right, and then you have another guy. He's in his kitchen, all right? and he's sitting here saying that <laughs> Auburn Auburn paid Jalewis Solomon, and the bag was dropped, and Auburn's cheating again. They're mm. cheating. They're paying players. I right, look, man. Everybody's paying players. Everybody's mm. been paying players. That is that's the name of the game right now. Nil. <laughs> I don't know where you've been at, brother. I don't know where you've been at. All right, but that's the name of the game. Jackpot um, Gamecock is the fellow's name. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, just, just don't act like that. Like, I, I think you <laughs> ruined any chance you had. And then, uh, Jalewis threw out a tweet a couple of days ago. He said, you see who the real coaches mm-hmm. are once you commit. So, uh, that right there says something to me. Um, For but sure. yeah, the South Carolina fa- fan base. So why are you coming at Auburn? All right. What, what are you? All right? I, right. Like, like we were talking about a little bit earlier is, you make a comment and say, oh, well, at least we're not the best. Uh, uh, Auburn's not – we know that uh, – well, Auburn's not the best team in their state. Oh, well, neither are you. Yeah. All right? Like, neither are you. Okay, yeah, you won last year. That's all – that's cool and everything. All right, but what? That was the first time you had won in that rivalry in, what, 10 to uh, – 10 years? I, I, I mean, like – I can't remember the last time South Carolina's won in that rivalry because it's been a mute rivalry since Dabo's been there at Clemson. Um, so, yeah, you're number two in your state. And let's also throw back that, well, you've played in one SEC championship game, and, and who was that against? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was against Auburn. All right, and you, you look, you could have you could have gave up 80 that day. All right? <laughs> you got smashed. You got smacked all around Atlanta. All right. And if Auburn really wanted to pour it on worse than what they did, buddy, they could have. All right. So let's not sit here and act like South Carolina is some prominent program hmm. and, and just that much superior than Auburn. Like, get out of here. I've always said it 16 conference, Dustin. Like, it just goes back. South Carolina, you're not it. All right. You are not him. No, they're, they're three and 10 versus Auburn all time. Auburn is nice. Auburn is nineteenth all time as far as overall win percentage. South Carolina's eighty fifth. 
I mean, we could really go down this whole list, but y'all know who leads in every single category that I was about to read off. So it really doesn't matter. It's funny. And again, like, it's funny because it's like, dude, y'all been, y'all been recruiting well. South Carolina has been recruiting well. So when they get like, they've been recruiting very well on the defensive line. I think they got a couple yeah. five stars down there. So mm -hmm. when you got those big time additions on the defensive line, did y'all not use NIL? I'm sure you did. I'm sure that those guys got a nice, handsome package. You didn't sign a five-star defensive lineman as coveted as those are without a substantial NIL package. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make any sense. It, it's almost – it's like, okay, well, it's legal now. So when yeah. you say so when you say that, what you're really doing is taking a shot at your NIL situation. In the same way people did the stuff with DeMarcus Riddick where they say he's not good enough, and I said, okay, well, then you're saying that Nick Saban sucks at evaluating linebackers then. You're saying that he's missing on this one. Well, then you're saying that your collective is not good enough to compete with on a victory, if that's the case. Yeah. If that's the case. But it probably is this, Blake. It probably is a simple fact that we recruit DBs. And mm. something that has been going – that has really been going around with Perry – and with Perry, it's somewhat fair with just if you were considering Auburn's receiver history. But when you consider the head coach, it's not fair. Um, but you've seen it going around with these these guys we've landed over the last week or so. People are saying, Auburn's where your career goes to die. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a tweet that's going viral right now where I just pointed out, hey, listen, you got eight guys. You got eight guys right now on NFL rosters playing defensive back. You've got mm -hmm. two on my Tampa Bay Buccaneers that started opposite side of each other and won a ring in a Super Bowl doing that. And then that's a pretty good selling point to tell a high school kid. We got two guys that started on a Super Bowl championship team that rated out as top 20 quarterbacks two years in a row in the NFL. Pretty good selling point. Uh, B-Will got up under that tweet and commented, don't forget about Jonathan Jones starting cornerback in New England. He's got two rings. To act like you can't make it to the NFL – out of Auburn is stupid, especially, especially right now at defensive back. Mm -hmm. So you just miss me with that whole narrative. I don't know how many defensive backs South Carolina's got playing in the NFL. I don't know how many players South Carolina has playing in the NFL. It might be more than Auburn's. I don't think it is, but our last couple of years haven't been all that great. So maybe it is, but I know that it's not astronomically more, you know, like you're not just dusting us as far as guys that you put into the NFL mm -hmm. and as overall history goes, don't make me get on that. So just shut up. And we're recruiting DBs. Look at this secondary class right now. Four-star Mon Lane, an absolute burner, an absolute stud of an athlete. Mm -hmm. Four-star Jalen Crawford, same thing. Four-star Jaden Lewis, same thing. Four-star Kinsley Fawson and four-star Tillisar. These are all blue chips, Blake. You have a secondary right now full of blue chips. This is Zach Etheridge. This is Crime Dog. This is Shoe Freeze. And when we, when we talked about Jalewis, physicality, yep. Hugh Freeze is starting to look at these players, dude, and say, I need big physical athletes. He got a guy like Demarcus Riddick and says, I'll figure out where you play later. I'll mm -hmm. get a guy like Joe Phillips and say, I'll figure out exactly where you fit later. Get a guy like Malcolm Simmons and say, I'll figure out where you fit later. I'll get Jalewis Solomon and say, I'll figure out where you get later. I just want big physical athletes and he looked at the roster when he came in and probably said i don't have enough i don't have enough so i don't care exactly if jalua solomon's a nickel if he's a safety if he's a corner rivals has him listed as a wide receiver they mm -hmm. said i see him as an athlete 
that matches SEC level of athletes, and I'll mold him. I'll find. I'll put him where he needs to be once I get him. But right now, Hughes is looking at it and saying, I ain't got enough dues. I got to go get these dues. But as far as the secondary, Blake, this is crazy, bro. Look at this class. Yeah. Dustin, for people to make that comment uh, about Auburn is where your dreams go to die and everything, look, look at Tank last year. Dude ran behind nothing, all right? Mm. He ran behind one of the worst offensive lines in Auburn football history, all right? And look where he's at. He got picked up by the Jags, Pretty right? sweet situation he's in. Exactly. There you go. Uh, I think what they got, ETN and, and Tank together, yeah, uh, yeah that's yep. a two-headed Young monster. franchise quarterback, good coach. The yep. Jags are about to be rolling for a decade, dude. Yep, and playing the worst conference in, in, in the NFL, so. Yeah. Um, they should run things over there for a little bit, you know. Uh, them and the Titans and, and you know, the Colts are a disaster right now. And then yeah, obviously sure. the, the Texans or whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, like Tank, he didn't get to – he didn't get to run by behind anything mm -hmm. special. And, and he just – uh, you know, he showed his athleticism and, and what kind of running back he was yards after contact. Uh, and, and once he got out in the, the open field, uh, that Ole Miss game last year, that run he had – uh, I think that one popped on tape for Tank. So, look, you can make your own lane at Auburn, and especially uh, at the defensive back position. You know, you, you got Roger over there. He's hooping for the Titans. I mean, had a, had a, had a solid year one up there in Nashville. Uh, Smoke Monday had a pick today, all right? He, he picked off Jamison, uh, 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 Jameis uh, Winston. He'll throw he those. Off. Yeah, yeah, well, for sure. Uh, you remember him down in Tampa, right? Uh, 30 for a, 30, baby. Yeah, yeah he was 30, a 30 for 30. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, said he couldn't see, so he had to have LASIK. No, he uh, said what he said. What he said, uh, he said, I'm a baller if I just cut down the interceptions. <laughs> hey, if you take away all 32 of them and then eight fumbles, if you take away all yeah. 40 turnovers, baby, you are a baller. But very, very typical of my football life. You beat me in the national championship but then tank on my pro team for five years. <laughs> Love you, yeah. Jameis. Thank you, brother. So um my thing with my my thing with smoke is 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 you mentioned this a couple episodes ago is the guy was coming off an injury, right? The Saints picked him up, he tears his ACL, he's coming off an injury. They could have cut him. Oh yeah, right. undrafted free agent. Oh yeah. Undrafted free agent could have cut him. And they said, No, we have we got we got high praise for this kid. This kid's going to be a playmaker for, for New Orleans. All right? And you're starting to see that. You're starting to – you look at it today. New Orleans was all over him on their Twitter. Go check it mm -hmm. out. All right? They were all over him. He makes a pick, and they're like, hey, this dude's going to be a baller. All right? He probably got ejected for targeting right after that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, you can make your own path. We even had Noah Igabogany. You know, he was a first-round talent to Miami. It hasn't panned out down there. But – He's still first round draft pick. All right. You can pave a way at Auburn. And I look at this secondary, man, that this 24 class, uh, there is elite ball hawks, playmakers, elite talent across the board in this class. And Hugh and what this staff has done, Crime Dog, Zach Etheridge, uh, the list goes on. Just everybody in general on the staff uh, has worked their tail off to really look at a roster and say, hey, this isn't Auburn football. We got to flip this thing. We got to get talent in here. And, and look, that's not a shot saying that there wasn't any talent on the team. I don't want people to, to take off and run with that. Right. But there was gaping holes. There was gaping holes on this team. 
And Hugh, he knows that. He knows that. So now he's going to get athletes, like you said, Dustin, guys that can play all around the yard. All right. Look, look at Jalen Simpson. Look at Jalen Simpson. All right. Comes in as a corner. He struggled in man. He got beat a couple times. I love Jalen. But what'd they do? They moved him to safety. All right. They said, hey, look, let's let let's let you roam around the yard a little bit. Let, let's get you over there where you're free. All right. You can keep the top on the defense. You can make plays. That's what you like to do. He goes over there. And and look at the back half of last year. What did he do, Dustin? He excelled. I mean, he was all over the field making plays, making tackles. Uh, one one play that that he really made uh, that stuck out to me last year was, um, uh, I think A and M ran like a drag route, and uh, he picks it up and and just comes straight to the ball, man, across the field, and just absolutely levels the the wide receiver for A and M, uh, and and. Cut, cut his cut his knees out from under him and uh, keeps him from a first down and 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 Jalen just gets up and he's ah you know I'm that dude uh, so there's a lot of potential at Auburn uh, I don't I don't really I don't get that so uh, Jalewis picking Auburn yeah it, it shocked a lot of people you know I, I kind of never gave up on him I know Tanner our guy he messaged me and I was like man I kind of just always felt like he was. He was just trending towards Auburn. I know the last couple of days on Twitter, everything was South Carolina, but you go back and you follow these dudes on Twitter, man. He there was a lot of hype around Auburn. Like some of his tweets were, "Hey, War Eagle, War Eagle, this War Eagle, that." You know, where's my Auburn fans at? And I just felt like Auburn was never really out of the race. So dropping a comment and saying, "Oh, well, Auburn dropped the bag." That's just a lazy take to me. Mm-hmm. That's a, that, what this was was crime dog and Zach Etheridge saying, "Hey, look, man, look at what we're producing." Like you said, here's the list. All right, these are the guys in the NFL. You can come to Auburn, make a name for yourself. I think what South Carolina has J.C. Horn in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I know he. I know he got hurt, uh, and and he's been dealing with the injury bug here and there. I don't know. I think he's with the Panthers still. I think yeah, he was he eight, yeah, eighth overall pick in that draft class. Uh, and and a talented guy, right? A talented guy, Joe Horn. I, I think Joe Horn's his – I think his dad. His, yeah, dad. Yeah. Um, so, you know, talented kid. But I'm not sure who else has South Carolina put in there out of their secondary. You know, that that's – that's what gets me is to say that it's all about money is a lazy take. It's kind of like Cam Coleman, man, when everybody's like, oh, NIL dropped a bag. Well, they might have, but there's also something – you look at A&M's receiving core over there, man. They got some dudes. Anaya Smith is a dude. He is an NFL guy. They got that Stewart kid over there. Uh, that That's a guy, all right? Like, they're going to play in the NFL. And maybe Cam just looked at that situation and said, hey – they're putting more guys into the NFL than Auburn is right now. You know, he might have had that mindset. I don't know. But to just say that NIL is what gets kids to each university, I just think that's a super lazy take. Yeah, 100%. One thing that is so funny, and I really noticed since we've, we've started doing this podcast deal, man, is the the amount of fake insiders, the amount of people that claim to have sources and don't. I've said it once and I'll say it again, man. I'll go to war with these people. I don't care if you 
create a burner account with a fake name and have some stupid avatar and go by something like Nate Goats and claim to have sources. Yeah. You don't have sources. You don't. You guys that listen to us know what we do. We'll mm. tell you, like, we told you with KJ, we don't know. Anybody's been listening said, we don't, we have no idea. We never claim to know nothing. You know why? Because I got my face on this thing. Because you know my name, Dustin Smith. That's Blake Lane. You know where to find us. Mm -hmm. We take it seriously. Clowns that are going to hide behind this and, and act like, and what's even worse is the people that like their tweets and give them the play. Yeah. That's where it's like, how do you not realize this person is just a clown, an absolute clown? And I've, I've called Nate Goats out about five times since Perry Tom, and he just won't won't do it, you know, because he knows mm -hmm. what it is. He knows, you know, you get on here, you get on your little spaces, and you play fake insider, dude. You're corny. You're corny as hell, man. I don't even know how I got off on this one, but, <laughs> but, but bro, like, it's so, it's so ridiculous. And then mm -hmm. it's – so when you see this stuff with all these South Carolina fans that, that are all – what was the one guy that, that you got? He said – uh I got sources telling me that he, something about daddy. What was it? He had sources uh, that were telling him what was D daddy Beamer. Uh, yeah. He was saying something about daddy Beamer. Uh, stop talking to Joe Lewis, stop communicating with him because uh, they said that he was a lock to South Carolina or something like that. And then like, I, I said, no, I said, we're going to start instead of daddy Beamer, we're going to call him Hugh's son. Yeah. All right. Like, like what? You, so you just stop recruiting a kid because you thought it was a lock? Stop acting like you know. No, what, yeah, you have no idea. South Carolina did not stop recruiting, right? right? And that well, that was that was the part that was so funny to me was when you called him out because it's like, bro, you just said yesterday you had sources, and now that it didn't go the way, all of a sudden you're trying to be cute. No, 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 bro, you were playing insider. Yeah. You're the South Carolina insider, right? So what happened? Oh, wait a minute. I clicked on your account and you don't have your real name and you don't have your real face. You just say whatever you want to say because you're fake. <laughs> and, you're then, fake. and then he come at me and said, uh, what has Auburn done in the past 10 years? And, and oh, yeah, Shane Beamer's 1-0 against uh, Hugh Freeze in their coaching careers. I said, buddy, I don't give a damn, all right, what happened in the past. All right, we're at Auburn now and you're at South Carolina now. Okay, Hugh Freeze, let Shane Beamer come on down. Come on down. Look, look, this ain't the end of Gus, all right, and it ain't Brian Harson, all right. All right, you caught us. You caught us twice in in two bad years. All right, I still barely got it. Yeah, I mean, w w what we we went for it on fourth and one with a six seven quarterback and threw a ball down the seam to a tight Double end. Double coverage to our third yeah. string tight end. We yeah. were up fourteen to seven in the second quarter on the thirty five. Yeah, man. Uh, tough times, tough times. Uh, <laughs> but look, man, it, you know, just get out of here with that stuff. Like you, you don't, you don't know. All right, don't. Once you lose out on a crew, don't start coming in here and saying that Shane Beamer's Hughes' daddy and all this stuff. I don't want to hear that garbage. Uh, it's just dumb. Watch how hard this is, everybody out there. Watch how hard this is. Auburn lost KJ Bolden because Florida State won the recruitment. Florida State won the recruitment fair and square. Auburn mm -hmm. got beat. Yep. Oh, God. That that's was it. difficult. That was so hard. That's it. I mean, that's what that's what happened. You know, I, Florida State was there longer than Auburn was, and, and they put the work in. And Auburn made a late push 
it was exciting to have him at Big Cat Weekend. It was exciting to see him get in Perry's live and say, hold on, I'm coming. Like, you know, there was a lot of hype around him doing that. But the minute that he didn't commit on Big Cat Weekend, yeah. I kind of felt like that was, you know, he's going to go home. Like you said uh, last week, he's going to clear his head. He's going to get in the right headspace, going to talk to his his family and 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 I know he mentioned in his little interview, his little post interview, uh, was that he had a he he has a relationship with God, and and he asked God to lead him to the right school, and that's what it was. It was Florida right. State. That was his dream school. You know, it is what it is. So, um, man, I wanted to ask you. Speaking of recruiting, and I know there's a couple of big fish still left out there. Uh, do you think we could get a DeAndre Carter this week? Do you think anybody might commit this week? Or is is the is the momentum gonna slow down just a hair for Auburn? Yeah, it's got to. We gotta I mean, I'm really surprised that Carter and Lindsey, TJ Lindsay, have not announced yep. yet. Um, I just felt like those would have popped this week. I kind of was feeling like Carter is silently committed. I don't know this. I'm not this is not me claiming to know anything on this. I but I, I do know that it went very, very well his visit for big cat. So all the signs led to now he might, he might be silently committed. There might be a ceremony that he's trying to set up, you know, this, that, and the other. So I would hope this week, when I really want Carter to pop this week, I really want TJ Lindsay to pop this week. I would say the longer those kind of linger, you kind of sit back and say, okay, what is, what's happening here? Wouldn't mean that we're out of it, but I, I would feel a lot more comfortable um, for sure with that one. Cause like, they they seem to have moved on from Reese Baker. They seem to have thrown their hands up and said, "Okay, we're done with this one." So we're going to have to start, you know, start lining up these offensive linemen, and um, it'll be interesting to see kind of where we land as far as an overall number. Because do we sign eighteen kids? Do we sign nineteen, twenty kids? Where do we land? Um, what do we? Because I feel like it's still going to be a heavy emphasis on the portal. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I don't see us signing any more than twenty kids. Um, it's now it's starting to get interesting to see like how many offensive linemen are we going to take? How many defensive linemen are we going to take? How heavy are we going to go in the portal when it comes to those positions? So, um, this is, you know, these last couple of weeks before we start the season out, I would like to, I would like to get Carter Lindsay are kind of the ones that I don't want to let slip away because I feel like we're in the driver's seat for, if we could pull a guy like uh, Franklin as well, that would obviously be like super big. Cause then you're, you've got, you would have a, a four star and a five star that had just committed on the defensive line. Camp Franklin would be a, a huge get, but definitely man Carter and Lindsay need to pop this week within the next week or two. Mm, yeah. Um, that, that would be huge. That would be big time. Dustin, one more recruiting question I wanted to ask you is, is, you know, you miss on KJ. There was a lot of hype about this class moving into the top five possibly. And it still could, like we talked about, KJ might not be over with, right? Um, do you think Auburn could could sneak into that top five? Or, or where do you see this class? I know you said you don't see them signing more than 20 kids, but where do you think this class could end up? Yeah, so that's that's the part of with the rankings, right? It's like, let's say, like Georgia, for instance. Georgia's mm-hmm. Not a team that needs to be as portal heavy as what Auburn's going to do. Mm-hmm. They've got their room set up. I made this point the other day about uh, balance of the rooms. Look at our defensive backs. Mm-hmm. You have a bunch of seniors and a bunch of young guys. There's not a lot of balance. The, the eligibility is not distributed the right way. You want you want to have some kind of balance. If this guy graduates, okay, now we have these numbers that fill. You know, 
And it's just not there at a couple of positions. So Hugh's going to have to it's gonna take a portal cycle or two, like we talked about when he first got hired. Everybody understood that. So a team like Georgia with an established coach, even a team like Arkansas. So let's take a team that's not on top. A team like Arkansas. I don't think they'll finish ahead of us in the rankings. But if they finish around us, they might have 24, 25 kids. And the way their rankings work, just because of those numbers of commitments, they might finish ahead of us. So do we finish top five? I say no because I don't see us signing more than 20 guys, but I do think we finished top five and overall star rating. Okay. So if you look at that, so if you finish top five overall star rating, and then that would still put you, you, you're saying somewhere around top 12 in the overall, and then you go out and sign another top five portal class, like, and I don't care, just get the talent however you get it, right? So you're, you're still doing the job. So as far as where you the rankings, um, you just got to look at them different in the era of the portal. And one more thing on KJ. Let's say KJ goes to FSU. With the way that with the way Auburn fans behave Saturday, nobody showed out. With the way that he obviously respects and loves Coach Hugh Freeze, and he has friends like Perry Thompson and guys that he loves and respects on this team. What if he goes to Florida State and his dream school is not his dream school? Well, you behaved and you did everything right. You barely lost. So guess who would probably be the first call when he hits that portal? Mm-hmm. So it's just the way it is now, man. It's like finishing second. It's almost like you just put it in your back pocket and say, okay, okay, well, we'll see. So for one, he's still got a sign. Two, even if he does, it doesn't mean he finishes his career there. You've left a good impression. You've left a good impression. And, 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 and shit, Blake, our hat was on the table for a five-star safety. Things are looking up. That we talked to for what two months? Right, right, right. That a month ago we had never, didn't even really yeah. consider that being a thing. Never even. And then this week I was like, maybe, yeah, maybe so. So it's really, it's really going a certain kind of way, man. And if you start off, you start off three and zero, and then you find a way to win that game in College Station. Watch the momentum of this program, dude. From recruiting yes. to on the field to the just because y'all, I mean y'all. I'm not saying nothing that no, that nobody listening doesn't know. We're all hungry. We're all starving. Let us start off. Let's let's win in College Station and start off four and zero, and see what happens on some of these recruits. And the way that and the way that Solomon um kind of popped up on us, that's going to happen again. There's going to be other guys that we think we're not going to get, and that you don't really know that Hugh Freeze is behind that scene. Like I'm on this one. Yeah. So. There's going to be guys right now that are not on our board, that are not on our radar, that we don't even really know as Auburn fans that are going to pop up and, and be in this class and be big-time contributors. So mm-hmm. we still got a long way to go. Um, like you said, as far as you make a good point with KJ, we're behind. these. The way recruiting works now, they, Florida State's been recruiting KJ for years. Georgia's been recruiting KJ for years. Our last guy wasn't recruiting KJ right. So only for a couple of months have we been recruiting him properly and yeah. still almost got it. So imagine what our 25 class is going to look like with these guys that Hugh has an entire cycle, an entire season to bring them. You remember the Penn So everybody remembers the Penn State massacre when there was like 120 recruits there. They were gone by halfway through the second quarter. You can, yeah. I watched them. They all walked right out the stadium. Um, that's not going to happen this year. And that's not just because of what was happening on the field. It was disorganized. Yep. What what we've all learned, this isn't even breaking news at this point, was that the way those kind of just the way that the the, the events were ran was was disorganized and, and dysfunctional. And that's not gonna happen. These guys are gonna be treated like kings 
they're going to see everything that Auburn is supposed to be on a game day. It's going to be everything that Auburn is will be highlighted. Hugh Freeze is going to have OVs and the advantage of an Auburn game day. He will maximize that atmosphere and show those recruits what it's all about. So there's still like so much uh, time left to go on this recruiting trail. I like, I love where we sit, man. It's, it's, it's exceeded my expectations. And I knew that Hugh Freeze was a dog and was going to get after it in recruiting. Um, And even I didn't know that we were going to be doing this. So it's like, I thought we were going to go over two, right? Like when I woke up Saturday, I was like, we're not going to get KJ and we're not going to get Solomon. And you pull one hell of a four star away from a program that's been recruiting their asses off. So it just speaks to it, man. Like, these boys are putting in work. Let me see. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. A poll I put up five days ago says uh, on our uh, YouTube channel on the underneath the uh, community of the Uptempo podcast. It says, uh, does someone commit to Auburn this Saturday? It said KJ Bolden, Jalua Solomon, both or neither. All right. Uh, KJ got 50%, Jalewis got 9%, and both of them got 36%, neither got 4%. So just the confidence that right, right, right. this coaching staff has put into the fan base to literally sit here, 36% <laughs> of you thought that we were getting both we'll of them. Get them both, so, yeah. yeah. So like uh, that that screams to me right there that the energy is back in mm-hmm. this program. Some um, hope, man. We got some hope. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and Dustin, let's move on here, over here to uh, – I know you mentioned KJ picking a hat, but let's talk about some shirts, man, over here mm. at homefieldapparel.com. Uh, go over there, 15% off your first purchase. Use the code right there on the screen, up tempo. Uh, Dustin, how do you feel about these shirts, man? Oh, tell them to look at yours. Show them. Show the people. Hey, look at that hey, thing. I love it. Hey, oh, throw back baby blue Bo Jackson. And, and I'll tell you, man, they're comfortable. They mm-hmm. are comfortable. Uh, don't wash them in hot water. Right. Uh, hey, but if you do, but if you do, the fine people at home field will help you out and yeah. send you a new shirt. But, yeah, we, but follow we, the instructions. We just learned that uh a couple of days ago. Like, do not if you if you get one of these shirts, do not wash them in hot water. Don't wash them with like other other clothes or anything yeah. like that, right? It like comes with instructions, read them. Yeah, yeah. Read those instructions. So uh yeah, I mean uh hell of a shirts. Uh look, they, they have they're dropping new stuff. Every single week, uh, they usually do a drop on like Tuesdays, Thursdays, and then they'll have like a weekend drop on Saturday. Uh, so go check out all of their stuff. You know, I know some of you are huge Auburn fans, but they got some Alabama stuff in there for if you have an Alabama family member or whatever. Uh, you know, any any school in the country, pretty much. I mean, damn, I think they got Tulane stuff now. So UTEP, what did UTEP yeah. drop this weekend? So. Yeah, UTEP, yeah. all that stuff. So uh, great company. Glad to have them as a sponsor. Uh, Dustin, do you want to bring up these memberships, man? Yes, sir, man. First off, we had a couple of guys join. We had three members join so far. Uh, shout out to our guy Tanner. Tanner, you know that we love you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to our guy War Eagle. And then who was the other? We had a uh, another guy. The somebody other was yeah. We had a third one, Miss Teresa. <laughs> The Mr. third Reason, thank you. Because yeah, we talked about it on the last one. We said, listen, we're not even ready yet. So just for yep. you guys to uh to join already when we don't have we're still a couple weeks away from having everything trimmed up and cleaned up and looking ready for y'all, man. Um, but for y'all just to trust us and appreciate us to go ahead and give your money, man. That means a lot. So shout out to our first three members, man. You're looking at it right here on the screen. Um, mm-hmm. if you're listening on audio, try to get over to YouTube so you can look at this graphic here. Uh, because that's where you can join on the membership is on YouTube. But and this is still subject to change, guys. This is just, you know, the rough draft where it's brand new to this year. But $3.99 a month for the JV squad. It's kind of self-explanatory, right? Members only live chat, member shout-outs, 
prior, priority reply to comments, early access to our videos, the interviews, exclusive gifts. And hey, you know, we'll let you know ahead of time. We're about to interview somebody. Do you want to get a question in? Um, you know, and you can shoot us that and we'll make sure that question gets asked for you. Anything like that. Um, the varsity squad recruiting update videos. So like we've talked about, we're going to be going to games Friday night. I know, you know, Blake had, just had his baby and he's, he's got his little girl, so he might not be able to make it to every Friday night, but he's definitely going to try to try to get out and get to games. I'm going to be able to get out to, to get to these games every Friday night for the most part. So we'll have live updates. You know, I'll be trying to record every play that a, that a commit that we're highlighting is playing. And if he pops and makes a big touchdown play, we'll post a highlight after the game. We'll get on there and I'll, I'll give you a live breakdown from the stadium. We've already talked about the, the Baker Hivers Foley, right? Where mm. two guys, Bryce Kane versus Perry Thompson, we're both going to be there. We'll be going live after the game. We might set up a little competition or something. Who got, you know, what guy has more catches, you know, you pick which guy you think will show out um, gameplay with you. Listen, we're big Xbox guys and, there's a lot of stuff that we really can't get into that is coming um, from our our bigger network here at the War Report when it comes to video games. Really can't tap into that. But trust me, if you are a video game person, you're going to want to get into that because there is big content coming within the end of the year. That's really just going to really, man, it's big stuff. I wish I could get more into it. But trust me, if you're a gamer, you're going to love what we got planned for you. But with this right here right now, man, we'll just uh, we'll shoot you our our. Uh, our, our what is it on xbox uh your xbox gamer tag. gamer tag gamer tag there it is we'll shoot you our gamer tags we'll play you on madden you can probably whoop me i'm definitely not the best i'll just try to run the ball down your throat man and uh play defense i'm just that old school cat but yeah. you'll probably you'll probably smoke me um but get on there man play us on madden i would love to have like a like an online franchise where mm -hmm. you know maybe everybody picks a team in a division and we play something out like that so if you're a big video game man get in there um just all kind of stuff that we're planning to do for you guys. There's a lot of stuff, if you know, that we're going to hit the baseball hard. A lot of cool stuff that we're working on for baseball coming up. It's going to be unlike I would, I know what anybody, how anybody else is covering Auburn baseball, but some of the stuff we're doing, nobody in the SEC is going to be covering their team like. So yeah. you're going to want to get in this, man. And uh, like I said, more to come on that. Uh, give us a couple of weeks to get all that cleaned up, ready for you. But for our three people that have joined already, to have the faith in us to go ahead and give us your money and, mm -hmm. and what we're going to put out, you know, it means the world to us. And uh, we really do love y'all, man. We're working, we're grinding, we're working super hard. Listen, <laughs> Friday, I was in a big field, no shade, just putting in pipe, just miles and miles of pipe, dude. It was probably 140 degrees out there. I felt like I was going to die. So, and then we come home and we study and we do all these kind of things. So for you guys mm -hmm. to just to hit that thumbs up, hit that subscribe, to join as members and do all those kind of things. It makes us feel like our hard work is being validated and it keeps us going. It really does mean the world to us. So thank you from the bottom of our heart for the continued growth and like a hundred subs last week, Blake. Yep. Like every yep. single time we look, man, 10 more subs, 15 more subs. So love you guys, man. It really does mean the world and tell your friends, man, keep sharing these videos. We're right here at time of recording. When I look, we were at 692. So definitely get this thing to 700. And come on, we can get to a thousand before September 2nd. We know we yeah. can. We're, we're getting close, guys. So just uh, keep rocking with us, man. Keep hitting that thumbs up. And I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, Dustin. Uh, and, and I wanted to add on to that uh, discounted merchandise, right? Uh, I'm trying yeah. to work. I'm trying to work out something uh, so we could we can possibly give uh, some some tickets away to some games. Uh, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to make something happen on that end. Uh, and and also like we're gonna have some shirts going live on 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 the warreport.com uh, and over there at their website and everything. Uh, so 
there's there's some things that are that are still trying to get ironed out, right? But we're uh, we're trying we're we're trying to get it up, and get there, and get going. Uh, the the super chat is available. It's live. Super stickers are live. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna help us out in that way, uh, we greatly appreciate it. All the support, uh, you know, has been just overwhelming. Like like you guys are awesome. Uh, we're just two guys that love Auburn University. We love Auburn sports, uh, and we just we love talking about it. You know, we love sharing our opinions and thoughts and and our hot takes. You know, sometimes we throw out a hot take. Sometimes we throw out a hot tweet. We love it, man. We we would. Uh, we give our we give our money just like you guys do to go to these games and mm-hmm. and cover these games and talk about them and everything. It's just a blast, and and we're excited that we're growing a community uh, to come in and 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 watch our videos and and watch us do this. So we appreciate uh, each another one. thing too about the membership is there will be exclusive content from game days. Like I'll be at yeah. UMass, so I will be posting videos, you know, and stuff Got like a- that. Got a good one uh, for UMass too. I, I think you're gonna have a a nice little video that you can throw up there. So yes, sir, it'll definitely work on something. And then also like during the games, you know, um, a lot of stuff we're working on with with the boys over there at Worldport for for what uh, content during the games, post game, pre games, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. you're gonna want to be a membership man to really uh, really access and get the full benefit of all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, Dustin, you hit the nail on the head, brother. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, any last words? Last words, uh, proud, yeah, like we already said, man, proud of y'all. Proud of the way everybody behaves Saturday. Um, welcome to big boy recruiting. You don't win them all. You don't win them all. But our hat was on the table, man, and this program is on the way up. We are what, 27 days as of recording. This will go live 26 days. Uh, preseason games have started, you know, so football is in the air, man. We're almost there. So just hang on, boys. I cannot wait. Appreciate everybody, man. Y'all mean the world to us. Good stuff, brother. Uh, my, my final word is uh, Tuscaloosa takes another L. All right. Mm. Uh, I mentioned in the in the in the preview that uh, Tim Anderson gets knocked out smooth. All right. Uh, him and him and J Ram get into it Saturday night, uh, right there on top of second base, and uh, and Buddy started talking, and and J Ram gave him that right and put him to <laughs> sleep. So look. If you if you're finding any reason to hate on uh, Tuscaloosa or whatever, uh, he is from Tuscaloosa and he got knocked out. So uh, and now he's <laughs> venting on Twitter like a like a little kid. So uh, talking about y'all got me messed up. No, you got yourself messed up. I was about to uh, say, only person <laughs> look, only person looked messed up was the one that got folded up, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Tuscaloosa takes another L, uh, and uh, yeah. It's been a heck of an episode, guys. Uh, We appreciate you joining us, and we will be back Wednesday, 10 a.m. Can't wait to see you, uh, and we will leave you with a war damn eagle. We're out.